It's Saturday, July 22nd, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. George Clute is here again with your weekend story. On today's show, we're taking a look at privacy. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Today's story is an opinion piece written last week by Coindesk's executive editor of Consensus, Mark Hochstein. It is titled, Transparency for the Whales, Privacy for the Plebs. Depending on your perspective, the week of July 10th to July 14th brought a double dose of black pills for those who held out hope of salvaging cryptocurrency users' privacy, or white pills for those seeking greater transparency for a $1 trillion market. First, Arkham Intelligence, an on-chain data analytics provider, opened an Intel bounty marketplace with the express purpose of unmasking the owners of crypto wallets. De-anonymization is destiny, the company declared in a white paper, really a marketing brochure, printed in the same academic-looking font and layout as Satoshi Nakamoto's original proposal for anonymous digital cash. Quote, eventually everyone's blockchain identity will be linked to their real-world identity, end quote. Descriptively and directionally, Arkham may be correct, but its project of accelerating that outcome understandably rubbed privacy advocates the wrong way. The subsequent revelation that Arkham had inadvertently leaked its customers' personal data offered comic relief. Blockchains are one kind of fishbowl. Regulated exchanges are another. The Arkham kerfuffle was followed up by an illuminating report about asset management giant BlackRock's proposed spot Bitcoin exchange-traded fund, or ETF, from Coindesk's Ian Allison. He learned of an information-sharing agreement between BlackRock's partners, the NASDAQ, which plans to list the ETF shares, and crypto exchange Coinbase. The arrangement would go further than surveillance sharing agreements in previous Bitcoin ETF applications. Rather than Coinbase just pushing trade data to regulators, to BlackRock, and to the NASDAQ, the latter parties would be able to pool data from the crypto exchange, up to and including personally identifiable information such as the customer's name and address. To be fair, there's a reason the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, asks ETF applicants to obtain SSAs, or security services agreements, with regulated markets for the underlying assets, and it's not some covert ambition to become another NSA. The regulator aims to deter market manipulation. Arkham's Intel Exchange might serve a similarly salubrious purpose. Quote, transparency about what market players are doing is good for everyday traders and investors and helps to level the playing field, end quote, the company noted in an FAQ. Quote, this kind of widely available market transparency is missing in TradFi, which privileges bigger, well-resourced players at the expense of everyone else. So there's a conceivable timeline where Arkham's on-chain Intel marketplace promotes transparency for the powerful without further eroding privacy for the weak to borrow a formulation from WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. There's no alpha in doxing plebs, after all. DGENs just want to know what the whales are up to. Coindesk, it should be noted, has a data and tokens team dedicated to analyzing on-chain trends to benefit the trader audience. Meet the all-new Kraken Pro, the powerful, customizable, beautiful way to trade crypto. It's Kraken's most powerful trading platform ever, packed with trading features like advanced order management and analytics tools, all in a redesigned, modular trading interface. So head to pro.kraken.com and trade like a pro. Not investment advice. Some crypto products and markets are unregulated. 
The unpredictable nature of the crypto assets market can lead to loss of funds and profits, maybe subject to capital gains tax. All of this is well and good as long as you think of cryptocurrency strictly as a trading asset and not as, you know, a currency. Indeed, trading, put more bluntly, speculation, has historically been crypto's main use case. The danger is that blockchain identity bounties could be weaponized against the weak. Two years ago, a data breach at a crowdfunding website exposed the identities of donors to a legal defense fund for a defendant who one side of the culture war had already found guilty without a trial. An international newspaper saw fit to amplify the names of several, quote, public officials who donated, including a police sergeant who gave a whole $25 and a fire department paramedic who kicked in all of $10. Now, to be outdone, a local television reporter contacted the paramedic's employer and reported, with a whiff of incredulous disappointment, that the city had not placed this obscure individual who was not accused of breaking any laws on administrative leave. The defendant, for the record, was acquitted by a jury of his peers. Unlike crowdfunding websites, decentralized networks can't be pressured into blocking transfers to politically disfavored recipients. There's no quote, CEO of Bitcoin, but you don't need to breach a cryptocurrency network to see where the money is moving. It's all out there in the open. Pseudonymous blockchain addresses are the only fig leaf available to participants. Take those away for everyone, not just the high rollers, and you won't just give retail traders a leg up. You'll also arm the internet stalkers, sadists, and scolds with a new set of receipts. George here again, and with just about everything that Mark Hochstein has to say, I pretty much agree. I think that privacy is something that we need to take more seriously, and the fact that these companies are coming out and outright saying that your privacy is not important to them, and that the de-anonymization of your data is all but a foregone conclusion, is frankly disturbing. I know what you are probably thinking. Oh, I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't need privacy. And again and again, I will repeat, just because you're not doing anything, quote, wrong now, doesn't mean that whatever you're doing now won't be viewed as wrong later. I'm not implying that the US, where I live, is going to devolve into some obscure totalitarian regime where I can't say what I want to say. But you never know. All I'm saying is that you should value your privacy and protect it. Anyway. See you guys tomorrow. And that's our show for today. Thank you for listening. For those of you still with us, we'd love to hear what you think. You can email podcasts at coindesk.com with the subject line, Markets Daily. I'm George Kalutis, and this episode was produced and edited by Eleanor Paul with executive production by Jared Schwartz. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. I'll see you all tomorrow.